Hey guys, Tamaya Paul here, and you're listening to my podcast, Tender Tidbits with Tamaya. Unresponsive. It was the first word I could make out after being woken up from my sleep at four o'clock in the morning. And before I could even wipe the sleep from my eyes and figure out what was going on, my parents were dressed and ready to walk out of the front door. I remember hearing them tell my sister that our grandmother was unresponsive and that they were heading to the nursing home to go see her. And I didn't initially freak out because the word unresponsive had been used a few weeks before but it ended up being a false alarm. So I thought this would be a similar situation and really didn't feel the need to panic until moments later. My sister had received a text from my mom saying that we should get dressed and come up to the nursing home and my heart literally dropped. No details, no explanation, just get there. And looking back at that moment, I think my sisters and I knew what was about to go down, but none of us really had the heart to say it. The nursing home was a good five minutes away from where we lived, and the entire car ride was just silent. Very, very somber. We were all trying to prepare ourselves for what we were getting ready to experience but nothing can ever prepare you for seeing the lifeless body of your loved one. It's been two years now, and I really wish you were still here. I love you, Grandma, and I miss you so much. After we got back to our house from the nursing home, I just remember getting in bed and crying my eyes out. I had my worship music playing in the background, and I was just heartbroken. Nothing felt real in that moment, and the entire house was just still. Now, it just so happens that that same morning she passed away was also the same morning of the first round of interviews for the President for a Day competition. This was something I had talked about doing for like a month, but after everything that had happened literally hours before, it just didn't feel right to do it anymore. I was super conflicted, and I remember going into my parents' room to tell my mom I didn't think I could go to the interview anymore. I started bawling my eyes out, and she just held me, and I honestly didn't even know what to feel in the moment. I just remember her being so supportive and patient and understanding and ultimately encouraging me to follow through with it. She was like, do it for Grandma. Represent and make her proud. You're her grandchild. Do it for her. And I'm so grateful that she gave me that extra push. Because without it, I would have never went to the interview that day. So I get to the school, park, give myself a little pep talk. And before I can even get out of the car, I just start sobbing again, uncontrollably. My eyes were so red and so poofy, but the tears would just not stop. Have you ever cried so hard that you felt like you couldn't breathe? Yeah, that was me in that moment. 
and I was so close to pulling out of that parking lot and driving all the way back home. But I stopped, took a deep breath, reminded myself that I was doing it for my grandma, and I just prayed. I asked God to give me the strength to get through the interview, and then I got out of the car and put my game face on. My first stop was the bathroom so I could wet my eyes and try to get the redness out of them. I didn't want anyone to know what was going on. I didn't want to think about what was happening. All I literally wanted to do was just get through the interview. And I did. I felt like I was dying on the inside, but I got through it. And let me tell y'all, as soon as I got in my car, I let off the most painful sob I have ever experienced in my life. It was literally a 20-minute cry of just me sitting in the driver's seat. I'm sure if people were passing by, they were like, what is going on with this crazy girl? But I was just like, ugh, it was so bad. I was, I was devastated. I completely broke down, and really nothing else mattered in that moment. I went home to be with my family. And I didn't go back to school for like a week. After that first round of group interviews, I was notified that I had made it to the next round. It was bittersweet. On one hand, I was super happy because I felt like I had made my grandmother proud. But on the other hand, I still couldn't come to terms with the fact that she was gone. The next interview was a higher view, which is a program you use to record yourself answering interview questions with the time limit. And I was so nervous about it because I still didn't feel like I was in a good headspace. At this point, I had already committed to doing it, but it wasn't at the top of my list of priorities. The funeral was right around the corner, and I needed to put everything else on hold so I could focus on what was truly important. So I was in charge of creating a slideshow for the funeral to honor my grandmother's life, and my sisters and I were given the honor to sing for her one last time. So we were rehearsing all week long, and we ended up singing a song called Sovereign God by Morette Brown Clark. Listen, if you've never heard that song before, stop what you're doing and go listen to it. Well, actually, wait, don't stop now. Finish the episode and then go listen to it. Let me tell you, that song will get you through. And it's one of my favorites because the lyrics are so profound. And the entire song is a constant reminder that God is sovereign and bigger than all of our problems. So this clip you're about to hear is from one of our rehearsals back in 2019. My big sister, Naraya, shout out to you, girl, was leading her verse. And let me tell you, her voice is out of this world. This will always be my favorite part of the song. I tell her all the time because of how beautifully she arranged it. Like, I still get chills to this day. And of course, you know, me and Tia are holding it down with the background vocals. I was the soprano, Tia was the tenor, and Naraya was just destroying this part. So here's a clip of that.
listen, 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 listen. Let me tell y'all something. That girl is the real freaking deal. And, you know, I don't know if she truly understands the anointing on her life through her voice, but man, Naraya Monet, your voice is insane. And I love you for it. Because whenever I'm feeling down, you already know what time it is. So, yeah, my sister's amazing, guys. And this last clip is the ending of the song where you can hear my mom cheering us on and hyping us up at the end. It was really cute, guys, so take a listen. You know, there were so many times in rehearsals where one of us would just break down and start crying because the reality of the situation would hit us at random times. There's absolutely nothing like singing in front of your loved one's casket, and I don't even have the words to describe it. The experience as a whole was just unreal, but all in all, I'm grateful that she had a beautiful ceremony and she's with the Lord, which is where I'm trying to be when the time comes. In other good news, after doing the higher view right after the funeral, I was once again notified that I was moving on to the next round. Now, this was the final interview round, and I was up against four other people. And this round was different because there was a presentation component and a panel interview right after, which just so happened to be my favorite interview out of all three. Now, I signed up to go first because I'm a firm believer for interviews that you either want to go first to set the bar high or go last to blow everyone else out of the water. I, I don't do that middle crap if I can help it. So I strategically went first. And for this round, we actually didn't have a lot of time to prepare. So I had a feeling that everyone was going to go the basic route of having a PowerPoint for presenting whatever topic they chose. And me being me, I wanted mine to be different. And different it was. Let's just say I chose to do my presentation on access. And after I called my mom to bounce ideas off with her, we hit the ground running. I'm very proud of how creative we were able to make my presentation. And because it was so interactive and hands-on and fun and made sense to my life experiences at the college, I had left that room feeling like I had already won, especially with everything I had been going through. After that last interview, it was honestly just a waiting game. I would check my email a million times a day to see when they would announce the winner, and I was so anxious. I knew I had given the competition everything I had, and I wanted to win for everyone that had played a part in supporting me through the worst time of my life. And ultimately, I was determined to bring home the win for my grandma. For those of you who may not know, I used to work on campus as a tour guide. So one day I was sitting in the office with all of my coworkers and supervisors, and it was just business as usual. I still hadn't heard back about the competition, and at one point, I just put it out of my mind and tried to keep busy. 
So to my surprise, all of the President for a Day judges walked in the office. They were standing next to each other. I was looking crazy because I'm like, no way. And they ultimately announced me as the winner. Everyone was cheering and clapping, and I was so shocked. I think I even teared up a little bit. Um, I had given everyone hugs, and it was just such a positively joyous moment. Also, turns out, my supervisors were 100% in on it. They knew the entire time, and let me just say, they have some of the best poker faces I've ever seen in my life. It was hilarious. It was honestly so epic and a moment I will never forget. So I went home and broke the news to my family, and they were so freaking proud of me. So proud, in fact, that they threw me a presidential celebration. There was music and cupcakes and a gift from Zales, and I felt so special. So here's a clip from that moment. Oh my gosh, good times. Fun fact, I had actually just woken up from a nap. And if you guys see the video like on my Instagram or on my Facebook, I I look so stunned because I'm like, what? Because I woke up and they surprised me and they were like screaming and it was amazing. I love them. Shout out to you guys. All in all, my president for our day experience was everything that I needed it to be. I spent the entire day with our campus president and provost at the time, and we had so much fun together. She is one of the most amazing people you will ever meet, and I'm so grateful to have her in my life. Yes, I won the scholarship and attended really cool meetings and had a beautiful luncheon in my honor with the photo shoot and all the amazing perks that came with winning, but my experience was about so much more than that. My experience was about faith and community and patience, and love, and encouragement, and support, and family, and perseverance, and honestly, just doing the best you can with where you are in life. And I'm very grateful for all of the beautiful lessons this experience has taught me. So let's recap. My tender tidbits for today are, number one, life is hard, period. And with that, I'm going to encourage you to just do the best you can with what you have. I promise it's enough. Number two, you are so much stronger than you think. It's okay to stop and breathe and take time away, but don't let life knock you down and keep you from living. At some point, you have to keep pushing forward no matter how hard or challenging that may be. You can do it though. I believe in you. Number three, You never know how your story or talent or gift will affect and influence those around you. So don't sit on what makes you unique. Use it to shine a light in this very dark world. Number four, lean on your family and community. I'm telling you right now, I would have never made it without them. Thank you so much to everyone who played a part in getting me through that season of life. You are so appreciated and I will never forget it. And lastly, number five, love on your family. Life is short and you never want to live with the guilt of thinking, I wish I would have. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you love on your family a little extra tonight. If you enjoy my podcast, please share it with a friend and let me know what you think. See you next week. (laughs) 